Bueno, bueno, bueno. Hola, Tanya Lee. I'm an intuitive psychic spiritual counselor, physical medium, remote viewer, automatic writer, inner child, shadow worker, life coach, angelic healer, inner medium. Bueno, bueno. Bienvenidos. Muchas gracias. Bala aquí. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, I've decided to do a podcast for several different reasons. Um, one, so I can guarantee that my voice is heard and not um, deleted. Um, two is to, normally when I go live, uh, the focus is, um, since I am a, a psychic, everybody wants a reading, which is fine. But when we're talking about deep subjects, um, that's not what uh, people are listening to, right? They just want to hear the message. Um, so I want to um, make this podcast, and I'm going to do it in segments, um, because this is a broad, very, very huge topic. Anybody that knows me or follows me, uh, knows that I'm very active when it comes to the children in the community um, and my stance on it. If you have been on my website or on my page, I have a glimpse of my life in it. And this is very personal to me. I've had family members affected by it. I've watched it. Um, and it's very, very real. I'm a child of, of, of attack as I got older, um, but I watched much when I was young. Um, I'm also a, a survivor of many things uh, to include child abuse when, <clears throat> excuse me, when it wasn't even illegal to abuse a child. Um, and I've seen what legislation can do. I can see when people come together, what that can do. And I can also see the damage that it can do. Um, so my purpose in doing this podcast, and I'll be doing them on a regular basis, is to break down this human trafficking. Because it's very, very broad. There's lots of pipelines. There's lots of legs to the spider. I try to tell people to think of um, the pedophilia and um, crimes against humanity as uh, the body of the spider. And the spider has many legs, many different things that we, um, you know, are dealing with, whether it's COVID or politics or, um, you know, the protests, the riots, whatever it is. Um, those are just legs of this body. The real problem in our society is the inhumane stuff that's happened to humanity. And if you're spiritual on any belief, whether it's religious or just a spiritualist, you know that we have a duty to make the world a better place. And the only way we can do that is if we focus on reality and facts and um, face 
the earth's shadows because this is exactly what this is is it the shadow coming to light um before i go into it though i do want to say that there are many conspiracy theories and i believe many conspiracy theories and there are some that i do not but for for the purpose of this i'm not going to focus on conspiracy theories we have enough facts we have enough data we have enough proof we have we have all we need to be focusing on what we can grasp okay um and as we address what we can as a collective then other things will come to light and the darkness will not be able to stand but if we focus all our attention, because I see it everywhere, all kinds of podcasts and, and video and people talking about all this, uh, you know, hype on these conspiracy theories. And like I said, I believe many of them, but there's not there's not a lot that we can do um, effectively with that because, you know, things are unfolding. Uh, the only one that we can really... Uh, stay in tune with is the uh, the Epstein stuff and we can and we will um, you know those are true arrests things are being done so we can we can focus on that but all the other even though there are some bits of proof here and there it's not addressed it's not been brought to the public to the point where we can address it um, yes it's, it's good to be informed but let's be informed on the things that we can do because I think what's being missed here is what we can do as a collective. And that's my point in doing these podcasts. So um, the objective is we're going to take a, a topic each podcast and we're going to discuss it. And um, feel free to write in at my email, <clears throat> the unique Tanya Lee at gmail.com. If you have something that you want me to talk about or you have any ideas, feel free to write there. I'm also looking for survivors or anybody that works in the industry that helps with the situation and to do live interviews over on my page, Tidbits by Tanya Lee. Tidbits is going to be dedicated to the human trafficking where my unique page will be dedicated to my psychic work. Every time I try to go live on my, on my psychic page, People are just engrossed with the wanting the, the reading that they're not hearing um, when the message that I'm trying to deliver. So I'm, I thought that uh, I would try this method and see if we can get some more attention. Because we do need to pay attention and there is many things that we can do as a collective to help with this situation. So human trafficking is... Um, Today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to, I'm just going to, what I'll be doing is research and I'll be giving you facts. Um, all the facts, everything that I discuss is, uh, I'm gathering from the Department of State, Polaris, um, and um, there's a couple other organizations, um, the Southern African Development, the Global Reports. Um, victim case management, the VCMS, um, a lot of different places that I'm gathering my uh, statistics and information from that are legitimate sources. Um, 
and we're going to just break things down, okay? So we're going to start with kidnap. Uh, we're going to start with um, human trafficking, and then um, we'll take it from there, okay? Now, when we think of human trafficking, we've got this visual of Taken or these other things that have been played out in the movies. And we need to be very careful about the movies because what they do is they, uh, everything that we watch, listen to, read, um, from our music to um, your Facebook, all that, everything gets stored. <clears throat> There's nothing that doesn't get stored in our consciousness, okay? So we've got this notion of that trafficking is just about kidnapping children or or women and children or boys and there is a section of it that's like that <coughs> excuse me i've got a cough um there is a section of that but it's very minimal compared to the scope of what's really going on okay so what I mean is, yes, there is a factor of that, and we're seeing arrests and things all throughout the country right now, which is awesome. Um, but to be honest, that is a small minimal of what's really going on as a big scope, okay? Um, so this is great stuff that we're seeing, and uh, we will see more, I guarantee you. Um, but we need to kind of get, let's put kidnapping on the back burner for a second okay because um statistics show that uh, the human trafficking that's only about 10 percent so think of that for a second the stories that you're seeing all over social media of all these busts that are going on that only makes up 10 percent of the problem so that's kind of scary if you think about it um so, there, there's many, many different avenues to the human trafficking, okay? Um, and we'll break into that in a second. But the most important thing I think we need to pay attention to as a collective is how, you know, where, they, where is this coming from? How is it even possible? And you have to understand... Um, we're going to go into this as a business model because this is what this has turned into. It's a $150 billion industry. And that's only the money that's accounted for. That's not accounting for the money that we don't know anything about, right? So $150 billion. It's surpassed the drug. It's surpassed uh, guns. That's how big it is. So it's freaking huge. Okay? So it's a business. And when we're talking business, we have to remember what a business is, okay? A business is always planning and developing and marketing, and they're, they're picking their target audience, right? They're looking for expansions. They're looking for product to add on. Um, they're looking for employees. They're looking for customers, right? Um, so let's, let's break this down a little bit. The planning, um, there's going to be some of this that we can only, we can't indirectly affect, but, uh, I mean, we can't directly affect, we can indirectly affect, right? So the plans of these people that have this industry, 
um, we can't we can't control their planning, right? We can only um, put up bridges or, and stop signs and, and and stop things where they are. Um, we have to remember that business is business in this in this particular thing, okay? Um, and that's very apparent because there's no there's no empathy or compassion for humanity and that is why they're able to do what they do right um so they're um you know so they're planning development and marketing and and audience and stuff like that is all like a in the business model but they have to have employees right so where do the employees come from this is what's key and this is an area that we can affect, and we will talk about more into detail later. But these are, um, the, the employees are low income, runaway, living on the streets, dealing with a lot of abuse at home or violence, have very low self-esteem, drugs or alcohol might be um, a factor, and the main factor, even though these are all part of it, the main factor is the mentality, right? So if we break that down for a second, we are, we are raising children and there are children throughout the world that just feel worthless, that they don't matter. And part of that is part of normal development. But we as a society are not paying attention to it. And we're like, oh, they'll get over it. They'll grow out of it. But what has happened is there was a day that that was possible. But it's not like that anymore. So these businesses prey on that exact that exact moment that we are looking at. Oh, well, the... You know, they're just being a teenager. They'll get over it, blah, blah, blah. And then we go get busy about our own life and um, not really pay much attention. And this is this is where the gap is. And so the first thing that we can do is pay more closer attention to our children, pay more attention to what they're watching, who they're following, who they, you know, what music they listen to. Um, we can't be dictators to our children to some degree, right? We have to find that balance of freedom and self-expression. But we also need to be in the know. And this is where parents lack a lot. They don't stay in the know, right? They're like, oh, well, it keeps them busy. They're on the game. They're on their this, you know. I'm busy working. I'm working a couple jobs. I'm trying to do this. There's a lot of factors, but we have to... Quit allowing all those excuses to go on. Okay, we have to stop allowing those excuses. And we need to take a more action of limiting, you know, time on games and social media. We need to take more um, initiative in, in communicating with our children, okay? Um, and we also need to pay attention to our kids' friends because our kids' friend might have a friend that is um, a little withdrawn or 
has low self-esteem. You'd be amazed at the amount of kids that you can reach out to that aren't yours, right? So that is the the foundation of of it's kind of like if you were to try to go hire employees for your business, you'd you could put up a post at a college, right? You put up a post at in one of the work areas at, at a college and get you some and you'd recruit some employees. Well, that's exactly what they're doing with the social media. And we need to kind of pay closer attention to what is going on and what we allow because our voices, you know, we are the people and we need to not forget that. Okay, because children are being groomed on social media, they're being groomed on the streets, they're being groomed on TV, um, at, at their school. The grooming goes on, um, you know, and we need, need, we need and must have that relationship with our child of open communication. That's where it starts, okay? Um... So I'm going to work more on this business uh, model that I've made up for the traffickers um, because we're going to break it down in in future episodes of how we can actually affect their business, okay? You know, many know me from psychic work, um, but my prior history in working has been general manager. Every time, every job I've ever gotten, I started at the bottom and I became a general manager. I ended up running the show. So um, I'm going to make a business model that we can use to dismantle um, as best that we can. Because that that's what I was good at, right? I knew what my competition was, whether it was other stores in my district or... Uh, you know, competitors or what, whatever it was. And I always looked for the weakness and, and, and trying to, you know, make, make it better and overcome and, and hit those goals, those numbers. Right. So I'm going to apply that same knowledge that I have and put it to use here. Okay. So that'll be coming in future episodes. But the one thing that we need to remember that we've got, and is going to be my quest is to find who's who's the king. Every industry has a king. But we don't know who the king of this industry is. I mean, you think of shoes, Nike's king. You think of soda, Coke is king. You think of fast food, McDonald's is king. You think of uh, cars, Lexus is king. You know, You know what I'm saying? So there's always a king... In an industry, we just don't know what this is just yet. I have some ideas, but we don't know what they are just yet. Um, now, I, there is a, a figure I want to share with you guys. Um, in 2020, there's been a 20% increase. I want that to sink in. As we're all preoccupied with COVID, we're preoccupied with not some of us not working, other people sick, the politics, the riots, the marches, whatever it is, there's always something out there every single day. And it's kept us it's kept us preoccupied and this actual problem has increased by 20%. 
okay the the some of the top company or not companies countries i mean but they run it like a company um brazil brazil's a, a big one um with labor farms and factories restaurants and churches and cults um and later in other broadcasts we, we will come back to these countries i'm just sharing them with you so you'll have some uh background um but we're going to come back to these countries so because at the end of the day we need to stop supporting some of these uh, factories and and products that come from these countries okay and that'll be something that we'll address later. But we got Brazil, we got Cambodia, which Cambodia is the sex capital of, you know, just brothels, massage parlors, karaoke bars. Ethiopia, Ethiopia is the capital for domestic workers. Uh, and I'll break that down in a little bit because that's really a crazy little um, trafficking that nobody's talking about um india um the the bonded labor and um what's interesting about india is um they they abolished the bonded labor in 1976 but forced labor is still exists um and it's in the mines and this is particularly important because you know, I'm as a spiritualist, I'm very in, much into crystals. Um, and there are some significant crystals that come from this area, like amethyst and rubies and quartz and so on. Um, but what ends up happening is um, they're forced into these um, labors, either by situation or the desire... For money right and um, what they end up doing is they will give a family let's say a family member is going to go to work let's say a young boy is going to go to work 14 years old he's going to go work in the mine the family gets a loan so they can live off but the interest is so high that that loan can never be paid back down so that boy is eventually trapped into that job until he dies, until he can no longer produce, can no longer manually handle the labor. And if they try to leave it, then things happen to family members and arms and legs are dismembered and things of that nature. So it's very, very, um, very big over there. The UK is very big on uh, the drugs. Um, the British children carrying drugs. The U.S. We are, we are the sex trafficking capital, off of social media and demand in the whole world. So out of all the countries, we are the main demand. The main demand saying we want this product of child pornography and sex trafficking and. It, it's not just children. I mean, there's women there, um, you know, as well. Um, and that's really sad that, you know, here we are Americans and we, we claim that we, um, you know, that we're so great, but yet we're number one in, um, the demand for pornography. Take, take that a little bit deeper for a second. If you're somebody that likes to watch porn, 
with your significant other or whatever, you may see that as harmless, uh, but it's gotten so bad that you don't know if the person you're watching on the screen is forced into that now. Because a lot of it is, is that's the way it is. Now, yes, there's people that love to make porn. Um, but it, the it's like a drug and it's gotten, you know, it's gotten so open that the demand for um, raw, rawer and rawer pornography is the demand and you know some people don't you know the legitimate porn stars don't want to participate in that so they have to go get somebody to do it because it's a business right they're trying to make money um so that's what we're number one in yemen ch child soldiers that's a big um that's a big um child trafficking niche and um which is horrible um it's you know children as young as 11 12 13 um being put into military camps um brainwashed military life and um put on front lines put front put um you know to do some pretty horrific things um and then you got Pakistan, and they have a lot of the bonded labor as well, and they hold the families as hostage. Um, another one that's really big, and it's big in uh, Germany. It's big in Germany and Romania, and this, um, they're called sham marriages. And um, this happens so much, and especially for people that are wanting to come to America. Um somebody will make contact and uh, befriend someone this is really big in Europe and they'll befriend someone and the next thing you know they've made this arrangement hey you know what if you come over here and you work for me or um, I'll marry you and you can get citizenship over here and you can leave that horrible life over there with the you can become a, a citizen or you know whatever different countries as well it's not just america and um <laughs> then they come over and that contact that they made that number has been disconnected or they're not answering the one thing that i when i was researching this i saw and it was consistent almost every single time is that they have a friend that they befriended as well so someone will befriend them they'll talk about something they'll know somebody that can help them out of their poverty situation and they'll refer that person and then that them and that person will discuss and they'll agree and they'll come over and one or two things happen um they get here and the person takes their passport and everything and puts them into forced labor you know um, up until they die um, others will be like I said where they don't have um, they're not answering their phone so they call this other person and oh here I'll come help you and then boom they're scooped up in that and that's really um, a lot on the sexual trafficking side 
but that's a big thing that's going on. Um, there's a common theme here, isn't there? It's about self-worth and poverty. That's the main thing that you see on a global issue is money, right? Um, but on an emotional level, globally, is self-worth and self-esteem. Because somebody with high self-esteem is not going to be in that situation, right? They're not going to make those kind of choices. Um, now, there's also all kinds of job trafficking. I mean, we can get into the immigrants that have to work on the farm. That's a form of trafficking, unsafe working conditions, low pay. Um, they're also in a kind of like a bonded type of situation as well. Um, but it, it just shows you it's on a much bigger scale. And it's all backed by the dollar. Okay. Everything is backed by the dollar. Everything that is bad about this is backed by the dollar. Okay. Now we also have to remember um, that the whole trafficking thing uh, has only been against the law for about 20 years now. Okay. So we've been trying to perfect this for the last 20 years. Um, now I'm not going to get into politics here, but from when it started and how many have been helped and stuff has grown uh, substantially over the past three to four years, okay? Prior to that, it's been a very, you know, minute type. Um, something that I, I thought was kind of crazy because you don't hear about it. Nobody's talking about it. Um, you know what I mean? It's not like it's on... It's not posted on the news or nothing, but um, there was a, a C, CSPA, it's a Child Status Protection Act, okay? And what that was, it was it, it went into effect of October 2019, and certain uh, countries were on the list, they have 11 countries on the list, and they would not... Uh, if the, if these countries they grade them on tiers one two three, and based on the tiering is based on what kind of funding or assistance that you can get when it comes to military weapons and um, any anything when it comes to the military whether it's supplies or weapons or whatever, okay. Um, but the main thing is they have to show strides and programs and things that they're doing to combat their human trafficking in their area, right? Prohibiting a direct uh, direct commercial sales of military equipment. Um, and this is mainly for the child, uh, the child soldier, child soldier protection is what this was for. And I thought that this was kind of interesting because, of course, we're not, I didn't hear about this, did you? We got Afghanistan, Bermuda, uh, Democrat Republic of Congo, 
Iran, Iraq, Mali, Somalia, South Sudan, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. Um, these are the 11 top company, uh, countries on this list. Um, but we didn't hear about that. <laughs> so it's, it just amazes me. If you sit down and you do some homework, you'd be surprised at what you find out. Um, there are some really good sites to get some um, some statistics or you know research. You can um, Polaris is number one for me. They've been fighting this for a long time. They have some really good um, information. Uh, the one thing that is kind of new is um, you know there's countries that have all come together and tried to do a database. This is kind of new, um, trying to create this trafficking database. So that way we can have some information about, you know, from one country to the other and be able to look things up where we weren't able to do it before. Um, so that's new um, and they, well not new, it's just been around for a few years and they're trying really hard to, um, to get that together. Um, but it's um, they're trying to get it all under one umbrella so we can get the statistics and we can you know combat okay um, so why am I talking about all this oh and one other thing I want to tell you I want I want to tell you <laughs> now we're talking globally okay so we're we haven't even touched we haven't even touched the Latin part of the world. But the Latin part of the world aren't even on this list. Even though there's trafficking that goes on in that area, um, they're not on the list. So, but here's something that I thought was really kind of crazy and it really hurt my heart. Um, is the 10 worst countries to be a female in. Number one is India, Afghanistan, Syria, Somalia, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Democratic Republic of the Congo, Yemen, Nigeria, and guess who's number 10? United States of America. Is that not freaking crazy? We're number 10 on the list to be one of the worst countries to be a female. And the highest rate of human trafficking in the world, India is number one, then China, then Pakistan. Now we fall, those are just the top three. Now we fall in the top, top 10 of that as well. But, um, you know, with everything that we hear about China and everything like that. And I want you to walk around your house tonight and look at all the things you own and pick it up and look at the bottom of it and see where it's made. India, China, Thailand, that's going to be there. So our dollar is very powerful. Very, very powerful.
so this is what I wanted to discuss tonight, just to kind of get our feet wet a little bit. Human trafficking happens many, many different ways. It's not one direct way of happening. You know, um, let me tell you, there's parents out there that sell their kids for an eight ball of cocaine. There's, there's parents out there that are having babies just to sell babies. There's parents out there that um, are having babies to produce um, sexual s snuff films and stuff like that. There's cults. There's um, organ harvesting. Um, a lot of underground. So there's many, many, many ways of um, this happening. And it can be very, very overwhelming and, and kind of sickening when you start looking at it. And it can really take your heart for a big loop. And what I want to do together is take this journey and to research certain things. And uh, let's discuss them and let's, let's figure out a, a plan of attack. What is our way to take down that business? What things can we do? And, I, and not just talk about it, but let's make a plan. Let's get some specifics here. There's nothing wrong with sharing um, on social media. In fact, I started a challenge yesterday. And I was shocked because only a few people even, you know, posted on there or shared it. But let's do Save the Children uh, challenge. Everybody posts something every single day something about saving the children some kind of information of some kind some kind of meme some kind of article something i mean come on guys we're posting every freaking day something on our social media and we can't post one thing for the children as a collective think about that for a second that's sad it's really sad and i know there's many people that just want to you know bow their heads they don't want to look at this they don't want to know about it and i get that but that doesn't mean that it goes away just because you don't want to look at it it's still there in fact you looking at it makes you just as guilty as the people doing it because it's complicit behavior today that um Today is September 10th, 2020, and today Netflix released that movie with the children, The Dancers, and automatically my son got it. I mean, it, it spread like wildfire on social media, and he was in tears. He's like, Mom, I can't believe they had these little girls dance like this. And they are dancing like freaking strippers. There's this major issue. See, here's the problem. They feel that you and I are, one, so weak that we're not going to stand up and say anything. Two, we don't give a shit and we're not going to pay attention or three, that they can sway us to join them. Those are the way they look at us. And we as a collective 
have to take responsibility and accountability that we've created that by not paying attention, by accepting things that we shouldn't have accepted. I mean, there's a major problem when you've got little girls of that age and the parents are saying okay to put them in a movie. They wanted their child to get that break that bad. The happiness and money they have to sacrifice their integrity and their child's soul for for that. And the producers and Netflix. Come on guys, this is Netflix. How much money do they make? How many of you have a Netflix account? This is crazy and it's just right there. We've got a reform coming up for our schools to teach about masturbation at a young age. Part of the school curriculum. Are you kidding me? But what have we been doing? We haven't been paying attention. We haven't. Now we look around and we see, oh, my, oh, wait a minute. Everything. Wait a minute. When was this all going on? It's been going on all along, but we're not paying attention. And I know when we start paying attention and we start seeing this stuff that it breaks your heart. And you just feel sick. You'll lose nights of sleep over it. But that's part of the grieving process. Okay? Because this is something that we need to eradicate. This is something we need to kill off. And when anything dies, there is a form of grief that comes with it. And as a collective, you know, we will go through the depression part of it. We'll go through the anger part of it. But we'll eventually get to the the blame, all the different seven steps of grief, right? But we'll eventually get to the acceptance. And the acceptance is we're not accepting this. We are going to stand together as a collective. And you need to meditate. You need to transmute. You need to pray. You need to light a candle daily for the kids. And you need to transmute that energy and release it and cut it from you. Cut the energetic cord from you. And don't carry that with you. And on future podcasts, I'm going to break down things a little bit further. And we're going to get into different areas and, and um, you know, make out a plan under this business model of what we can do. I'm looking for anybody that wants to help me. I have a group called Dark to Light. I need moderators and help people to help me with that group, if that's something you're interested in. I do have Awakening Your Soul by Tanya Lee. That's a spiritual growth group. If you need some uh, s- support, you know, we need to support each other and lift each other up. Okay, and of course my page, uh, I'm on all social media. You can go to TanyaLee.com. I have a Patreon if you want to have a membership or do you want to support what I'm doing and the the marches and the walks that I'll be doing um, coming up shortly. Um, that's there. Or help me get equipment and different things that I need for this um, because I am going to open up a non-profit um, so there is a support, uh, you can support two different ways, $5 a month or $25 a month, um, 
or if you know you're led for more then I have a PayPal <laughs> but my point is this there's many ways to reach out to me uh, I'm looking for survivors and um, that I want to do interviews with as well as people that work in uh, criminal justice uh, my email is the unique Tanya Lee at gmail.com please check that if, please reach out to me please check out my social media I'll be posting another podcast this weekend and we will start breaking down how we can to collectively combat this okay thank you so much for listening i hope that you enjoyed it and i please uh like and follow and let's come together and let's do something i mean it's one thing to do the social media you know posting challenge and that's great and all but we need to do more we, we need to stand up. This shit is not okay. And only we can do that. And remember, being silent when you know something is wrong is complicit. All right. Much love and light to all. And thank you so much. Have a blessed night.